That's all it is, Miles. A leap of faith. Surprise, Sydney. Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have another episode of Cinemania Live. As always, I am joined by my co-host for the Cinemania Live show. We have Hannah Louise Ringswall. What's up? Where you been at? Where have you been at? Oh shit, you're right. More important question. <laughs> We're also joined uh, from the Cinemania World team and the box office report show. We are joined by Larry Illy Boy Chilson. Hello, my friend. How are you? Hey, we back. Welcome we're back, back to the Cinemania Live show, everyone. Larry and Hannah are with me today to get into a bunch of things. If you are new to the show, the Cinemania Live show. It's just a show where we kind of talk about some of the things that we've watched throughout the week, and then we kind of go through some of the news that's been going on throughout the week. Whenever we do record, we take questions, all that good stuff. So I am excited to get get into the, today's show with you guys. There's a lot of stuff that's been going on this week. Before we get into that, we will discuss what we've been doing, especially Hannah. Like, what you've been up to? What you've been watching? What's up? You wild um, today before the show, Jesus. <laughs> I'm having a good day, and Dwayne is like <laughs> pissing on my parade. Um, it's just on one today. I watched. Uh, well, not what I watched for the first time. Revenge. It came out like a few years ago, and it was like oh, uh, Homegirl. That's your first time. Yeah, what? yeah. I never seen it before. Um, and it was there's a scene in the movie that I haven't been able to stop thinking about because it's a masterpiece, it, isn't it? Love it. I I love the movie, mm-hmm. but there's a scene, and it's when the guy, he steps on all that glass, mm-hmm. and it's literally just a five-minute scene of him fishing out glass out of his foot, mm-hmm. and, like, it doesn't, like, cut away. Ooh, that's, that it's movie the, is glorious. This, it's awful, and I hated every second of that. I I haven't been able to stop thinking about it just because of how nasty it was. Like, I gagged the entire time. I was like, I, I couldn't watch more than like two we minutes. We can't of escape it. the people stepping on glass. <laughs> oh my Wait, god, I know. That, you seen that movie? <laughs> hmm? You seen Revenge. that movie? Revenge? No, I never watched it. You neither? It's pretty good. I mean, the cover looks cool with her looking straight in the camera, kind of like neon blood colors. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I heard it was good. I heard it was part of the like badass women <laughs> fighting yeah. back type of horror subgenre. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I just see. I um, Hannah, you're talking about like gore and horror movies. I, I wonder if you're a fan of uh, Eli Roth and all his shit. Oh, He's no. Nuts. Absolutely fucking He's not. He's nuts. Um, the Green Inferno is <laughs> oh, an no. awful, terrible movie. <laughs> and not just because the parts, like, there's a scene where there's some really cool body horror, but like most of it is mm-hmm. just like very fucking nasty and like I, not enjoyable at all. Um, and also that Again, movie hostile. is just very much just kind of like Ooh. generalizing like indigenous people indigenous being, people. That's yeah, a problem. Um, mm-hmm. that's a large Red problem. Flag. Yeah. Um, he always I, got people going to other countries. I know. Like, hostile, he always like, hostile, yeah, hostile lands. Hostile, hostile. I watched that, that movie, for the first time this year. That movie fucked me up as a kid, man. Oof, I watched, I the only movie it. that I really like of his, that's just like, it's like, it's right from 2002, which is um, Cabin Fever. Um, yeah, like, that's, that's been on that's, my list for a while to 
watch. Um, yeah, that's, that's like the one of the, the only movies that I, mm. that I like. It's kind of a slow burn. I think you'll like it because it is kind of a slow burn. I actually think you would too. It's kind of horror. I haven't watched that in years. Vibes. It was on my list for a while and then I watched Hostel for the first time because I was like, <laughs> okay, this is like, because I remember when I was younger, my aunt and her friends would mm-hmm. like talk about going to see these movies because like there's multiple of them. Yeah. 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 So I remember this was like, the movies that they would be like oh my god they're like so like uh, scandalous and mm-hmm. when i was younger i'd be like oh my god what are they watching um so <laughs> finally <laughs> what are they watching finally <laughs> this year i was like okay i'm gonna watch hostel for the first time Hostel's and fucked. i don't think it was bad um it's just it's a movie of the Smart. time is what it is um it's very it's like very misogynistic, very racist. Just yeah, like, if, if a I, lot of if like, I of guarantee the it's one of those horror movies that I know I enjoyed when I was a kid and didn't know anything. It just like watching people like I don't know, fuck me, I was not great. Anyway, um, like I, I if I watch them now, I know I would just like shit all over it. That's probably why I haven't gotten back into Hostel because one of my favorite horror movies from when I was a kid was Jeepers Creepers, and I remember enjoying Jeepers Creepers too. And I rewatched it last like a couple Halloweens ago, and I said, "Ooh, man, this ain't this ain't it." it first, it's insane. The first one, the like first how one many horror great. movies from the two thousands yeah. are just like so openly just like problematic, Sucks, and like yeah. nobody blinked an eye. Honestly, when you watch Hostel and you watch Saw, because Saw is kind of like Saw. credited as the Ooh, Hostel, the, op- the one that opened movies. the doors for for torture porn, Saw is tame as hell mm-hmm. in comparison to shit like that eli roth was doing like well, the first one isn't torture porn is it the first saw movie no first... but i mean at the time people at the time it was considered they... like yeah mm. and it opened the door like after saw came out is when the floodgates opened of torture porn and um but in comparison that first saw movie is tame tame when it comes to that type of stuff even in comparison to the sequels of saw like Whoa, they just when, went, as soon as you go into as soon as you go into saw 2 it just gets fucked. It gets like <laughs> it. It got wild. Two is the one with the needles, right? Yo, saw the saw movies are still like my childhood. But like, yo, I remember like my mom. We went to them every single year when they was coming out because it was literally like it. It was like the horrors version of an MCU where it was just saw movie every year. <laughs> it was like eight. So my mom and I went every year. It was like a tradition, you know. And then each one, they just found some type of way to like. Just get more insane and nasty. My mom, I was watching them shit. That's so. weird because I used to, my grandma loved the Saw movies. Yeah, my mom. <laughs> so it was my like Nana a little event for us too. <laughs> my mom was up in there. My Nana was up in there. We was watching that shit. The um, second one has a really good plot twist. I've never like seen it in full. Oh, but, like, I love the twist. I was the what I, I know had, about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. It's really as a kid, I was I, as a kid, I was very angry about the twist. But um, I was like, <laughs> and then they just wham. They said, "All right, now we got to up the ante and make these twists even more unbelievable." And, and then wild. they just kept, yeah, they kept they oh man they kept doing it and doing it i I don't i remember not being a fan of saw three but i like saw four um i like making good isn't saw five so i'll never forget that movie because when i was (laughs) (laughs) when i was a kid making making good man i was like anyway um (laughs) so yeah and then like um there's another horror movie back in like 2003 that i used to watch which is nuts I, i doubt any of you would know it but it's called high tension um, mm-hmm. And it's one of the craziest twists. 
that I've seen when I was little. I haven't watched it in years. I'm actually looking at the Blu-ray now on Amazon. High Tension. It's like this lady who's getting stalked by some killer. It's really good. Um, at least from the last time I watched it, which was like is, years ago. Is it ago. Homegirl from um, I Know I What You Did Last Summer? Fuck. Oh, no, no, no. She looks like her, though, so I think that's why oh, you... Okay, that's, <laughs> I, I was that's like, like... That's what I'm thinking of, as I'm envisioning her in the film. I'm pretty sure I've seen it. I remember when... Yes, when movie, I have seen it. Yeah, when the movie was coming out, everyone thought... A lot of people thought, me and my friends thought it was Jennifer Love Hewitt, and they just No, wasn't. not Jennifer Love. The one... Um, <laughs> This woman on the cover, she I thought she was that like weird woman that they the sister of uh whatever fish hook um fish the sister hook. that they go visit in that little rundown shack. Oh right, <laughs> right. Oh yeah, the bald headed lady. Like to me. And I have no idea. And this little blonde hair. No <laughs> yeah, I know. Have, have you seen did you watch I Know What You Did Last Summer Hand? I was going to, but then I hilarious. think I watched Wrong Turn instead. I I know people be clowning and whatever. I love I know what you're doing. <laughs> I love I love all there's there's uh even the one with Brandy. I love that oh, one. Brandy too. That one, um I love those movies. I watch those every year. That's like that's like on my list for Halloween movies, like you know, um I'm just now getting through like and I was hyped you were about to watch it and mm-hmm. then I just I remembered know. I never followed up to see if you did. <laughs> it's because I watched Wrong Turn instead because I remember I know what you did last summer. I was going to watch it, but then it wasn't on streaming anywhere. Yeah. And I didn't want to rent it. So I was like, oh, okay, wrong turns on streaming. So I'm just going to watch that instead. I, My girl, Eliza Dushku. <laughs> so I, the thing about I know what you did last summer is that I get so annoyed when it comes around to me wanting to watch it is because like I had the second one on Blu-ray. It was just at a movie store that was just selling it. And I've never to this day been able to find the first one on Blu-ray. Um it's nuts. Even the second one on blue, the second one is uh, still on Amazon, available to buy. But then the first one is just like not available anywhere. So I'm hoping like Shout Factory does like a does like a I don't know like a release of it or sometime. Look you know, at you to... got me like scanning my collection. I'm like, do I have it? I, <laughs> I have the second one. The second one just sitting right there. Well, it's saying that it's oh, available. Oh, no, I have it. Okay, what I have is one of them DVD like Walmart. Yeah, I have a DVD, but like, ew. Yeah. I no, that. I know. I'm like, <laughs> it. It's the double feature of I know what you did last summer and when a stranger calls oh, from okay, like Walmart. <laughs> Actually, yeah, this there it is. Shell Factory does have it. When did I drop Ooh. this? Oh, it says playback region in the UK. What you talking no, about? See, that's that bullshit. <laughs> um, some other things I guess I've been watching. Uh, I just finished today, Hannah uh, Abbott Elementary. Ah, oh, awesome. yes, it's great. What an ending! It's so good. Yeah. Oh man, the show's great. Larry, you gotta watch that show. It's good. No, Larry no. ain't gonna tune into a sitcom. Come on, <laughs> it's Abbott Elementary. It's it's what? like the it's like the easiest kind of watch that I've gotten into because it's just so simple. And it's just we haven't like had 13, a good sitcom in a while. Yeah, it's thirteen episodes, half hour episodes, and they're mm-hmm. just they're a lot of fun. It's funny. Ah, loved it. And um, I think as far as like movies, yeah, we're not gonna do a uh, Fantastic Beast review, everyone. Sorry, but I saw it. Larry saw it. Hannah, don't don't bother. Just I don't know. I'll be seated. It's but... it's it's not it's, like it's terrible. not terrible. Like like um, a lot of people who are. It's downright terrible, and uh, 
what's her face needs to put down the. I mean, you're right about her putting down the, the screenwriting pen. Well, yes, you know, she, that gotta go. Step away, ma'am. Let her <laughs> boy from but, the OGs take over the, by himself. Like, I think Crimes of Grindelwald was way more offensive than this. This wasn't even. This was just boring to me. And she wrote just, that one all by her lonesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah that one was so, like. A, that one was an absolute. I tried watching it the other day. And I'm like 20 minutes in, and there's like there's like like 27 storylines happening. It was on TV 20... the other day, and I turned it off so fast. <laughs> I was like, "Yo, what?" I was like, "I don't remember this being so fucking bad. What is this?" And then um, oh, like, let me I check out the Rotten Tomatoes score. And I checked that shit out. It's at like 30. percent Should be lower. Because I was kind of on the same page as Dwayne when I watched. I was like, "This isn't good," but I don't know. People mm-hmm. be going ham, so maybe I ooh, if I rewatch it, maybe I'll be like, "Oh no, this is actually terrible." No, it's bad. It's bad. I think I think when it came out, um, I remember actually when it came out. I did a double feature with that because it came out the same weekend as Widows. Um, and I did a double feature of those two movies. And I think I remember falling asleep during Crimes of Grindelwald. But then when it was done, I was like, ah, oh, it's whatever. Because I even think going back to our like review, because we did a review of it. And I was like, yeah, it wasn't bad. And I'm like, Dwayne, what were you thinking? This is terrible. It is so bad. That's probably um, the most disappointed I've been walking out of a movie in a long time. It's it's really bad because I I think Fantastic. I love the first one. Yeah, I think it's cute for what it is. It's fine, but like the second one. Oh man, the second one was really bad. This one, I okay. I like the. Y'all need to leave Newt Scamander alone too. I'm tired (laughs) of y'all. There's so much hate toward poor little Newt, and I love me little Newt Scamander. Leave him Mm. alone. I didn't even mind him in this one. I just, I just, this one for well, me, just it just was, this one. yeah, it was just really, really, there's like a section and it's, it's like two hours and 20 minutes. And I swear like hour after like maybe 45 minutes, it just does nothing for like an hour. They're talking about a war. There's not a single and, Harry Potter movie under two hours. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's, it's, it's like they're talking about a war and people are kind of just lollygagging, making dumb decisions and the. I think what works for me is that the actors and the characters were good. Like, like you know, Jude Law is great. He's so he's yeah. so good as uh, Dumbledore. And then, um, homegirl who played the witch, man, what's her name from Booksmart? Oh, Ooh, man. Woo, she killed it. She, she was the best part of this whole damn so movie. good. Yeah, she's my favorite part. <laughs> me and Alex was like gushing over her over dinner. Like she was like so great. Um, well, because they also made her like the most badass. So every time she was mm-hmm. there, like the good magic action was taking place because yeah, she was like yeah, the yeah. the best fighter. <laughs> yeah, it was. She was great. But then, as far as like, as far as like everything else, it was just uh, it, it's just it's just a really slow movie. And um, yeah, it just this Jessica Williams is, is her uh, the actress's name. She's, she's tell great. me why I never loved Tina Goldstein until I found out they wrote her out the script because she called out J.K. Rowling, and now I'm a Tina Goldstein stan. I didn't even know that shit. I said, "Oh, okay, mm-hmm. then we stand Catherine Waterston." Then, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what, what a mess! Man. They wrote her ass out the script. They said, "All right, girl, you can't call out <laughs> our trans turf queen." Uh, so we got to write your character out of here. And as regarding the movie too, um, I must be some Colin Farrell as uh, as Grindelwald. I loved him in that first movie. He was so good. It's like, like Matt is these... good, but Colin <laughs> and Colin's sexy. still the best for me. Yeah, he's still please. the best. Well, like I'm sorry, yeah, his best looks. Like wow. <laughs> I agree. That's what we was like. Yo, he's gonna look like that for Penguin. <laughs> we were so wrong. <laughs> I <laughs> I will never. 
never forgive Colin Farrell for this. Listen, he was so evil. Okay, so around the time that the Batman was supposed to start shooting, actually, I think it was shooting. He just wasn't shooting his scenes yet. Yeah. <clears throat> he went out somewhere and he had white hair. Mm-hmm. And people got pictures of him. And then they got on Twitter and I was like, oh my God, wow. Wow, we're getting sexy penguin. Like, it was like so, it meant so much to me, right? He probably thought it was like too much for this kind of movie, <laughs> you know? Then- <laughs> and then we get the trailer and i remember when the first trailer dropped i don't even think me and you talked about colin farrell in our first like show about the trailer because nobody knew that uh, that was him and then finding out that was him i literally fell to my knees i was like you're joking fucking penguin <laughs> listen I, I i wouldn't i want nothing i i, I wouldn't trade it for the world Dark i know what you're gonna see first sonic 2 or dumbledore <clears throat> Um, Sonic Two is really definitely good. Sonic Two. Man, I really wanted to rewatch it this weekend. It's just it's Easter weekend, so it's kind of busy around these streets. But um, and Sonic that hurts, Two. Am I Harry Potter girly? Like we we all know I'm the Harry Potter girly of the group. I think yeah. so. Sonic Two just was it was really good. Say, I'm sitting here like, why did I not know this? <laughs> why did I not realize Hannah was like this Harry Potter diehard? I forgot. I think it's because you haven't brought it up in a minute. You know, um, why would you? Yeah, think? it's been a since yeah. yeah. it's kind of died away, and the the leader yeah. of it all has turned into like v- Voldemort of the real world. So we're I watched yeah. the cosmonaut. It's hard. It's hard out there. I feel. I was actually talking to my friend because she's a huge like Harry Potter is yeah. her fandom. Like she's a Potterhead for sure. And I was like, I feel bad just because I loved the first Fantastic Beast, mm-hmm. and then. Obviously, you know, every, all the controversy that's been taking place outside of the world, mm-hmm. in the real world. Uh, I'm just like, I feel so bad for Harry Potter fans. Because I can't even imagine having someone that, not only that wrote and created this world that you love so much, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. also that you looked up to. Like, so many people looked up to J.K. Rowling for so long. They loved her. And... <laughs> To have that person turn around and double down and just become such a hateful, like, mouthpiece. Uh, I just feel yeah. so bad. I, especially with Warner Brothers still, fans. like, marketing yeah. marketing her in, with them in the movie. That's why I it the really hit me. So, you know carpet. how last week, last week, Larry and I, you were, we, we were talking about, like, what, the, what it's going to do this weekend. And we still don't know. Like, I haven't checked anything yet. I but, thought that it made five point five from Thursday previews, which ain't which, that's not good, is it? That's not. Which it's down. The uh, Crimes of Grindelwald had made six something, so it's down mm. from Crimes. So, of Grindelwald. and it's going to be around what we kind of said a little bit. So, my thing with this movie is that it really hit me. I'm like Harry Potter, like the Harry Potter Wizarding World. Um, and I walked into me and Alex walked into that IMAX screening Thursday night, and it was just like crickets just like a few bodies and i'm like damn man look at this look at this it it it, it honestly kind of reminds me uh, of like recent star wars as far as like movies go just how you like how you decline as far as in quality and stuff and when it comes to these like fran- these big franchises and whatnot um so i don't know what's gonna happen with this wizarding world discovery seems like they just kind of want to they just want to kind of drop it for a while um, because, you know, going into this movie, the marketing the marketing for it was just so it was weird. Because then you had Ezra, the Ezra Miller stuff. Um, it mm-hmm. was just a weird kind of rollout for this movie. So, 
Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's a, it's definitely a sad situation. I was like, yeah. I, I tweeted the other day. I was like, oh, I'm like excited for uh, Seekers of Dumbledore, and then mm-hmm. I got like a lot of like people being like, oh, J.K. Rowling, and I like it took me a minute. Cause I was like, because when I think of Harry Potter, I don't think of you know J.K. Rowling being like a piece of mm-hmm. shit, uh, because <laughs> Harry Potter just means so much to me, like as a franchise, and you know the original eight movies just were literally everything to me growing up and still are like everything to me so that's like not my first thought when i think of harry potter Mm -hmm. so to like kind of have these newer movies be you know tainted by her just being awful it it sucks that you know it just being a fan of the franchise and not being able to i guess like um see the movies like how we saw them before it, it sucks yeah it I blows, so it blows. Bad. i feel bad a lot of fan bases i feel bad for uh you know oh. this is the warner brothers they really just uh we just talk about all the time but now they have like the extra controversy like so johnny depp kind of served as a double whammy controversy for them mm-hmm. so it started with like we have to get him out of here because he's amidst all of this you know domestic abuse stuff with amber heard and blah 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 so they get rid of him but obviously as that case has gone on and more information continues to come out you know it's just such a volatile relationship and just two people who were in a crazy relationship i'm personally that's how i feel but now people who were like no you did johnny depp wrong obviously Mm -hmm. he wasn't like this big abuser only him at least um so now they want to boycott because they're like no you all did him dirty so (laughs) uh then yeah we have the I know a lot of people, I saw someone post that they were going to buy a movie to everything, everywhere, all at once and just sneak in to Secrets of Dumbledore. Because oh, just not they to refu- support? <laughs> they refuse to support J.K. Rowling. Um, and I have yeah. another person who's like, yeah, I'll find it online. Like, I know a lot of people who are like, I, I want to watch it. I'm going to see it. I just, I'm going to find a way not to give her any money or support. Yeah, Josie, uh, Josie from the team was like, nah, she didn't go see it, nothing. She just said, nah, yeah. I'll it. And it sucks because she's a writer on it. Yeah. So not only is she getting royalties, obviously, off of the ideas and the source material. Which Why are you saying that Josie was a thing. writer? I was like, what? When did no, he... no, 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 no. She's been writing them. So it's so um, hard to separate her out because she just yeah. ends. Like I said, they keep parading her. She's like on the red carpets for the premiere of this movie. Like Warner Brothers, uh, I don't know if they're scared of mm-hmm. like losing her or making her mad, but they have done nothing to try to like put her in the back you know <laughs> mm-hmm. it yeah and i don't know i don't know what i don't know what you what you can do going forward as well too but it's just very 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 annoying i i just i would love to see the franchise just kind of end honestly uh, <laughs> man I would, as a I huge know, harry potter yeah. fan i don't need no more harry potter movies if they ended with uh deathly hallows part two i wouldn't have ever heard me complain. I guarantee you. You're not trying to see and that most Harry child? Potter fans, huh? Did you read the Cursed Child? I did, but I don't know why people want a movie so bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, well, especially now. Yeah, especially now. But like, even like putting that aside, like I, I don't get it. But you don't want a black Hermione, <laughs> Hermione, uh, Hannah. What? Oh, you don't want a black Hermione, Hermione girl. What are you talking about? Isn't that 
wasn't that what happened for Christian? Not in the book. Like, the it's from the production? Broadway. It's like a Broadway yeah. thing. Yeah. Well, they just they were like, yeah, we're gonna cast her as black because there's nothing in the books that says Hermione's white. So because uh, okay. because J.K. Rowling, every time she gets heat, she like changes something. Oh yeah. my god, it's such a. I watched. Yeah, the so she did that. See, she tried that. Yeah, she diverts attention. Yeah. She's like, look, I'm a good person. I was on board and supported them, like, making Hermione black. Somebody, <laughs> the tweet, the tweet that I I saw because I was I was watching a video of like just like what all the drama and like the tweet of like oh is there a jewish thing like how come there's never and she's like dude of course and she's like yeah here's the name and he's a ravenclaw dude you talking i about? mean and I'm like what dumbledore and grindelwald having a romantic relationship itself is like her trying to mm-hmm. win back the LGBT community in some kind <laughs> she of way. Did that bullshit retroactive after the movies and the books were all done. Yeah. She's like, oh, by the way, Dumbledore's gay. gay. Yeah. And then, but now the movie series is like, I mean, it was, I said I this did, in my review. It I was better like and stuff. worse. It was better yeah. and worse as I watched. It was better in the fact that they were explicit. They they were in the film of saying, mm-hmm. I loved him. I we was were. in love with you. It was, it was, it yeah. was not like a vague, uh, mm-hmm. like they did in uh, Grindelwald, where they were like, oh, mm-hmm. we were more than good friends, but that's all they did. No, mm-hmm. they went more explicit. But I'm sick of not seeing it. You know, like I, I'm sick of just being told. Like, and that's what this movie does. It just kind of tells you, oh, yeah, we were mm-hmm. once in love, but they don't show anything. You know, like, they you would, don't get I, to I, see I, the I love. could never see them doing, like, showing anything at, at yeah. all. I just know these studios, man, well, they, 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 these studios. How quick they folded to China. They didn't even hesitate to eliminate those lines quick. Yeah, like, I know it made, I know it made Disney kind of, like, squirm when, like, Chloe Zhao was like, yo, you better put that fucking kiss on the movie, man. <laughs> she I said, and like, <laughs> I, that's the one thing I'm so happy with is that mm-hmm. could have easily been cut out. Like that was, mm-hmm. you know, it was it was a really a impactful moment. Yeah. Was it cut out in other countries? No, I don't remember. They refused. So mm-hmm. it didn't get a Great. Chinese release and it didn't get, uh, 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 I don't remember which Middle Eastern, but there was a mm-hmm. couple, the, the region of the Middle Eastern region really didn't show Eternals either. Yeah. And I was just really proud that Mark Marvel finally, because they could have done it. That was not a very long scene that they could have easily snipped out of Eternals. And they mm-hmm. said no. And Chloe said no. <laughs> You're not cutting it for that, that country. Uh, and to see Warner Brothers fold immediately, like they did not even bat an eye <laughs> to I say, all right, we'll cut on. This movie just was not about to pop the way they just... Uh... The, ooh, this has just been the one of the weirdest wor- rollouts for like a film. I completely forgot this movie was coming out until I saw the trailer like a month ago. I said, "Oh shit, another Fantastic Beast movie!" And this is weird. But uh, I yeah, I was talking to somebody. You like you like Love Simon, right? Both of you or no? Yeah, I love Love Simon. Okay, well, no, because there, there's also a backlash, mostly, I think, within yeah. the queer community, that backlash against it. I think it's too happy, too cutesy, and they hate it. So yeah. uh, I never know how people stand. I love it. But looking at it, they want to say, oh, well, it was another coming out story or whatever. Here we are. How many years after Love, Simon came out? We still haven't had another mainstream movie about a, <laughs> an LGBT character in the mainstream. That's literally still the only one. We only yeah. get indies. We only get small films. Nothing else has been released to a theater. Was, it, was there Love a Simon, new movie so... coming out to Netflix in a few weeks about? I, am I wrong, or is that about like a? Is that about the LGBT community? Well, there's a show it? called Heartbreaker 
I was gonna say, oh, there's definitely like been like movies that's been like released yeah. on like Netflix, Hulu, and so like that. I think well, you're talking like mainstream, yeah, like, like Lifetime, into yeah. Lifetime yeah. was a blockbuster for sure, for sure. Yeah, they got a wide release, it got all the support from the mm-hmm. studio, and since then, I mean, this could have been that's that's what's also kind of disappointing. They could have done something special with Dumbledore here, and they kind of have just skirted around doing they did the line they did the line what they did in the movie they did the line as far as like in the beginning which i liked it was like you know they're talking and he's like i was in love with you and stuff and the way jude law like delivers the line it's very believable very like you know it was it was a great scene uh then i love jude law (laughs) yeah then at the then at the end when they're kind of tussed they're kind of fighting but you can tell they're both holding back because they still that was it as far as like that 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 was it that was like pretty much kind of what they did you know regarding all of that so at least they kind of brought the fantastic beasts back they had something to do this movie Guess I was just fucking bored, man. I'm like, what That's happened? That, I just Why? remember what the fuck did they have to do in Crimes of Grindelwald? Nothing. The Fantastic Beasts were pointless in Crimes of Grindelwald. It's like, why is this series well, called Fantastic Beasts? This movie, Beast? they don't even this 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 movie. Uh, they they're doing everything in their power not to call it Fantastic Beasts on the marketing. They just kept saying Secrets of Dumbledore, and then you had the little Fantastic Beasts logo kind of in the corner of the logo. You know, that was like all. They just like I don't even know why. I don't even know why the... I don't know. Here's what I told Leo that I wish they would have done. Of course, the first Fantastic Beast came out before HBO Max, but uh, they still had HBO at the time, um, and Warner Brothers was it with them. But what I wish would have happened from the jump is that Fantastic Beast and Where to Find Them, because it's just a small book. Like, it's an mm-hmm. offset random, you know, like, just an added mm-hmm. material to help build out the world. It's not like a novel. It's not this ongoing series. I wish they would have made this like maybe a short series, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, where we get to know these beasts and we can follow Newt's commander. And the films, the prequel films that they wanted to do, started with Dumbledore and Grindelwald Mm -hmm. when they met each other. And the arc leads to that final battle, which is lovers gone enemies. It's the reverse of what Hannah loves is lovers gone, you know, opposite sides, almost like <laughs> Professor Xavier and Magneto of like two really close. I love that trope too. <laughs> fighting, fighting the same war, fighting mm. uh, just ideologically different. And I think that would have been impactful because now I don't know, you feel some connection, but you really have to start the relationship. Like we have to start when they're in love. It's kind of a weird trilogy when you think about it. It is. I mean, because they they plugged in this story that people cared about into a different trilogy. Like they, it just overtook this story we started with. Because the first movie is nothing about this really that we're at Mm. now. (laughs) Is there a reason why uh... very like tacked on to the end? Well, Grindelwald himself, at least, is very tacked on to the end of the first movie, and that first movie is very newt centric and then we they could have just made that to... a standalone like yeah. that could have just been a cute standalone movie and then they could have went and done a different trilogy for grindelwald and dumbledore is there a reason why colin farrell dipped um well like, at the end of the movie it's like it, it was just him wearing a mask the planned. entire time yeah, yeah. Um, they planned to have it and then and johnny like, depp <laughs> even in the, johnny depp is in the first movie no yeah. i remember that part yeah. i i remember rewatching the first movie because I, I didn't see the first movie when it came out. I never went to see it in theaters. So when Crimes of Grindelwald came out, and I was very much into this space, you know, um, when Crimes of Grindelwald came out, I, I rewatched it like a day before I went to go see, you know, went to, went to go see Crimes of Grindelwald. 
But and then I realized I was like, oh, Johnny Depp is in this one too. And I was like, what the fuck? I was confused as it's hell. It's literally like, within the last like fifteen minutes of the movie. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? I I said I, you know, I guess. And then I went to go see Crimes of Oof. Man, that movie just gives me like this oof, man. All right. All right, let's get on with some other things here. Let's go into some questions. And the main question that I received about three times this week was regarding the new uh, Discovery kind of wanting to overhaul the DC universe from, you know, they they bought Warner Brothers. It was a merger. And now it's Discovery. What is it? Discovery. Warner Media Discovery is the new name of everything. Uh, and now Discovery, they have complete control over everything. And they're, they were talking about this week how they wanted to, they want to overhaul the DC universe. I definitely think this is what they need. I'm, I'm a, it's a little, a little alarming the the quotes that they, we were receiving from Variety, like some of them, because they brought up they brought up like, oh, it's nice to have Aquaman and Batman, but we want to like be more, we want to like you know do kind of more of a universe kind of thing. But then they brought up they want more things like Joker, like that's what the Batman is kind of like it's its own standalone kind of thing. So. I, I don't know. All I know is, is that... They referred to Joker as like a B-list character. That's the quote that you're talking mm-hmm. about. They're like, we want to focus more on like standalone stories with B-list characters like Joker. And I was like, okay. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. That doesn't which really he, make sense what you're saying, but okay. Which Joker Joker's kind of compared... That. <laughs> compared to like, I, I guess maybe in the sense of like, he's a villain... And uh, you know the main streamlined DC main, characters main, are like he's literally <laughs> the most mainstream like comic book villain of all time though. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Well, to be fair, what I I think I think uh, I think I think that's because of like how before before like Dark Knight and before all that stuff before like you had Dark Knight then you had like Joker becoming like a big thing as far as like the animated series he was looked at. He was looked upon as like a B character. So was people like so well, was characters like that. Iron Man. Like Iron Man was ten too. years ago. Then yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, like but... Iron Man was the same thing. Like Iron Man was not an a, a. Iron Man was like a he was like C plus or something before they kind of made him the focal point of the MCU with that first movie. Now it's like if you ask somebody, he's like, oh yeah, who? What do you think about when you say MCU? Most people would be like, oh Iron, Iron Man and Spider Man and stuff like that. So. Um, I don't, I am excited. The fact that they they want to like come, I think that this universe, I've been saying this forever. It's just, it's a complete disaster. I think it's time to really overhaul the entire thing. Uh, I don't know what that means as far as like, are they getting new actors or like what's going on here? Cause they, you know, we had, we had the, the thing of like Warner brothers was discussing what to, what to do with Ezra Miller uh you know so what are they gonna do with that what are they gonna do with the other people who who are really successful uh because if you compare them to the mcu right now even with stuff like the batman they just don't they they just don't even like compare to like the amount of success that the mcu has right now um so personally i would have just rather like them just doing a bunch of the standalone things but if you have this, this like these characters, I get why you would want to do the extended universe kind of thing, uh, because there's like an abundance of these characters that you want to like intertwine together. So 
I don't know. I think it's all very interesting and uh, very, very confusing in a way, too. So I'll go to you, Anna. you have any thoughts about this? Um, yeah, I think it's needed. Uh, we all, I mean, it's not a secret that the DCU is a hot fucking mess. Um, and that they've tried to reboot it, I think, like, three times now. Mm. So maybe the fourth time is the charm. Um, <laughs> as, as long as it's... Because I think that right now what they tried to do was put everything they could into the Flash movie to try and, I guess, uh. reboot the DCU. And obviously most people haven't responded well to that, which is... Mm, kind of weird because we don't know anything about what the mov- actual movie entails it's just kind of like assuming um I- i'd rather uh, people see the movie first i guess is my opinion but you know Stop fucking delaying it god damn yeah we, and we, i'm we not saying it. i'm not saying <laughs> you know that they don't have a reason to kind of speculate because it has been so fucking long but that's just i i just think maybe watch the movie first and then we could discuss um (laughs) but you know if what people think they're doing is true with the flash movie and obviously um flashpoint um i think that was gonna be them trying to reboot the dcu but now Mm -hmm. you know with new people coming in i think that that may be corrected and they might go about it a different way, which I'm totally here for, as long as we don't touch Reeves' universe and that is still, you know, existing on its own by itself. I'm completely here for it. I hope. I When I read the quote, initially I'm, like, really, really excited about it, reading it, and then you, like, get into what they were kind of saying. Um, I, I hope they don't, like... Mm, I don't know. Because when it comes to, like... I the old regime at like Warner Bros, you know, they probably wanted to keep doing I feel like part of this made me feel like maybe that's why we haven't gotten a sequel announcement. Because, you know, the movie kind of came out in a time of the merger kind of going through. Mm-hmm. And now it's officially gone through and we still haven't heard anything about the sequel for the Batman. Uh, I know Matt Reeves has talked about it, but like we haven't heard like an official announcement. And mm-hmm. I think maybe that's because they don't know what to do. They don't know. I, I think they're gonna like they're going to end up figuring out how they want to do everything. Part. Yeah. Like I, I, because it's like, it is kind of, it, it is kind of like confusing. If, if, if you're an exec and you're going into this, like where the DC universe is at, like right now. And if I'm coming in and I'm seeing like, okay, so we have standalone movies. Okay. Then we have, Batman and uh, we have a universe sort of and there's like a Batman in that one but we have a standalone Batman but then last year we just had a Suicide Squad kind of reboot thingy and but that was like Harley Quinn and some of the characters from that movie was in like coming in I'd be like yo what is going on so I feel like they're probably just like just as confused as what Warner Brothers kind of built with this with this whole kind of DC and uh, I really really liked what they said about Superman because like so many people look at Superman as a complete geek and uh, I'm super excited that they're gonna finally like try to fix that and rectify that he's not and he could be under the right director you know he can be like a really really great character so there's a lot of things going on and it's kind of messy so we'll see what happens and Larry what about you what do you think? Um, Yeah I mean overall I'm excited to hear 
Let's move forward. <laughs> we need to figure this mess out because they have no less than what, like three or four? Four different, like, universe mm -hmm. things happening right now over in DC. Like, I mean, it's nuts. It's too much. It's madness. They have the same characters running around all over the place, uh, played by different people. Um, and I don't know. I don't think they should soft reboot because I feel like that's what they've been trying to do. Yeah, yeah. Recently, yeah. is do a lot of soft rebooting. Uh, so they're like, okay, we got to keep Jason Momoa and Gal Gadot and you know whoever else, but we're gonna throw out Henry Cavill and Ben Affleck and you know mm -hmm. who, all these other ones. So they're like, we want to keep half of the universe, but not the other half. <laughs> But we can't make a DC Justice League universe without Batman and without Superman. So what are we going to do? And they haven't really figured that mess out yet. Um, and then, yeah, like the Justice League stuff is just yeah. a hot mess. It, it, was just, it really just kind of like jumbled that timeline even more so. Uh, Shazam is like over here. Uh, and then, of course, you know, they added in whatever to the peacemaker which you know further jumbled the suicide storyline so it's just is such a hot mess right now i mean it is complete jumbled like ooh, i don't know what fukunaga was doing over there at warner brothers for a long time as the what was supposed to be the kevin feige type person he just failed miserably at that i know uh, something that they said too that they want they a want a feige kevin feige they uh they had a candidate which is uh i think her name was emma watts and she turned it down so oh. nah. she's probably um, like, i don't I blame her bullshit. <laughs> I fix this. and i know <laughs> the only problem is like i know dc fans are gonna hate having a kevin feige like person because they roast Marvel for being the same and feeling mm -hmm. the same constantly. That's what you need, though. And maybe not as much creative control. Maybe Kevin Feige has a little bit too much control on the creative side. But you need that business person that Kevin Feige is. Yeah. You need an overarcher who's like, look, you can make your film feel different. You can make the film you want to make. But at mm -hmm. the end of the day you know we do have to make a brand because right now it's just so insane that we're like and they're, they're i think a little bit playlist. of consistency will be more than good for the dc right now yeah, like they're failing they're like dead in the water currently like yeah batman did well there, there's two spin-offs have been the saving graces for dc of uh, joker and the batman those two standalone projects fully went off of the strength of the character involved did well Everything to do with their universe recently, Suicide Squad, Wonder Woman, 1984, uh, Shazam did okay, but nothing Aquaman great. is like another one that did really, really well, but even That was like, like the uh, last hit from yeah. the DCEU. The DCEU, yeah, I think you're And right. now here they are delaying everything again, like they were supposed, they they even like made that little trailer to put before And the then Batman. delayed all like, the movies. And it's Look not, it can't be, you can't point to COVID anymore. No. Like delays that are happening right now we have to kind of look at it a little bit and be like, okay, so why are you delaying it? Because there's no reasons why anymore. They, like, they, you know, delays oh, are happening wow. Ooh, that's months ago. A mess, Hannah. I'm sorry, not Harley Quinn herself, but that timeline they have Harley in is a oh, mess. Oh, I don't know what their fucking, fucking thought process was disaster. on Harley Quinn. They've literally 
it's Margot Robbie is a Margot Robbie is a star, <laughs> so they just wanted to keep using her. Um, but they don't know what to do. And I like the Suicide Squad. I love me some Birds of Prey, but Birds of Prey, in my opinion, should have not been. Should have not been. I think Harley and like should have been. Oh, I don't know. It just should. It just just like as far as like a timeline. Like I think Birds of Prey comes in like phase phase two or three. It, it, like if Birds of Prey was like the sixth move, like the seventh movie from the universe. I don't even think of it as in universe. That, that really just doesn't know. even make any sense to me. I, I uh, even like Shazam is. I think I don't. I wouldn't have done Shazam yet. I would have held off on because you, you gotta establish your core characters and what they did. They just rushed everything. Like it made no sense to go from Man of Steel to a versus movie. You know, to kind of compete with that year's versus movie from Marvel with Civil War, then to go into a suicide. Why are you going from why are you going from BVS to Suicide Squad? And then you went to Wonder Woman and then you did Justice League. Then you did the weird to have a Suicide Squad movie before a Justice League movie. Why? What are you thinking? And that was like that was like their kind of like one up on like the Guardians of the Galaxy. But yeah, it takes time. You have to establish your core heroes which is like which is like batman superman wonder woman flash and aquaman you know uh then you get into like the i just don't get it i don't know it was a complete disaster they kept trying to give the reins to people to i think given the reins of a universe like full-on with a bunch of characters to one to a filmmaker is not the right idea as well they tried that uh then you gave it to like a comic writer it's not a good idea as well, especially if they just wrote like one or two couple That's of what Larry said, characters. You need a business head. <laughs> yeah, you need like, like, and what they're forgetting, what they forgot, like you know, before. I know I'm sure Discovery is probably trying to figure it out that Kevin Feige was producing Marvel movies for like 13 years. Like you know, he he was one of the producers for the first X Men, uh, X Men Two, Fantastic Four. Those some of those movies are not that great, but. He had time to learn what what worked and worked and what didn't. He had like you know he had experience. You can't just grab someone. You can't just like hey uh, give me Evan Slargan and I want to get him <laughs> to do the universe. Like it just doesn't make any sense because they you you need someone that just has been there and knows what they're doing. Someone like, who's a fan and a business head. Somebody who yeah. will get it on both sides. And that's Even on the Sony side. The is. Sony side is the same thing. They have no idea what's good. They completely butchered the Morbius kind of release and, and took out all the Spider-Man stuff. You know what I'm like? You know, they keep, I, I don't, they, they're trying to spark some type of universe with their, with those characters but refuse to use the Spider-Man characters besides Miles Morales. It's just people who don't get their audience. You just, and that's, well, the thing is, is, and I know his fans love it that they did this, but yeah, DC banking on a filmmaker, a director as their studio head was a huge mistake. Like that was uh, no, keep him around make him the the go-to for a character like if he was the batman person or the superman person whatever and let him control like where that character's arc is going and he can even direct you know justice league or whatever but you don't need they don't you know that's not what marvel did like that's that's taking the wrong message they didn't give john watts 
the MCU and say, okay, Ooh, you take control. Oh, <laughs> that's why I said him. Um, but <laughs> both um, people with Spider Man No Way Home in their top tens of last year, by the way. Oh, <laughs> listen. Uh, and then Sony, Amy Pascal is just so desperate to get in the MCU. I think she is just. I don't know. She lost her damn mind doing any and everything she can to try to sneak her way into that MCU. Man. Um, <laughs> I don't know what she's doing over there, um, but they had better be thankful for that animation department. Like that's what Sony needs to be yeah. glad they have. Yeah. Cause that's the thing they have crushed everyone. I know people love the straight to DVD and straight to video. <laughs> they need TV. to kiss Lord of Miller's feet because they've really been carrying their animation department yeah, for years. That's mm-hmm. what Sony has that none of the rest have is this amazing award-winning successful animation that everyone is so hyped for. Hopefully they don't screw it up with the sequel and you, I don't know. You know what's funny about it, that? Every but... time I watch Into the Spider-Verse and I see that Pascal pictures come up, I'm like, Ooh, oh man. I get <laughs> <laughs> When I see Pascal pictures just right there, I'm like, mm, mm-hmm. Um, it's so weird, too. I mean, because that's the thing with Sony. Sony kind of created that reputation, right, of mm-hmm. they're trash, but they know how to, you know, they know how to make money. Like, that was yeah. Sony's thing. Is, eh, the movies are kind of filler, they're whatever, but they make a lot of money. And Morbius kind of they're showing franchise that franchise movies, at least. Yeah, like Jumanji. Yeah. And all, you know, all these movies that they can somehow get to be these mega successes uh and venom they turned venom into one of the most profitable franchises in comic books recently and wow they just what what i'm afraid of that is is i think what they believe right this is what i think they believe i think they saw venom and was like oh my god we have a universe here people let's do it not realizing the fact that dude it's venom it's venom like spider-man 3 was one of the biggest movies even though the critic response because of venom you know it's like the it's a massive character just like joker you know so the problem with that is now going from thinking you're going to get the same kind of reaction and response from the venom movies with Morbius and even Craven the Hunter, like I don't know anybody who's trying to think. If you think Craven the Hunter is about to do some eighty nine million, ninety five million, I just I think it's not. I'm sorry, it's just it's not going to do that. And that's it's the same issue. Silver Sable, who, who what's the other characters they're trying to do? Madam Web and and uh, Silver Sable and stuff like that. It's just it's not going to really work. Have like movie stars like anymore, in my opinion. Yeah, so and they want to. It's not like we even have like people who like if you like attach them to these movies that people are going to flock to the theaters to come and see it. And and, like, and, and it's like Aaron Taylor Johnson, get... we love him, but like yeah, being seated for Aaron Taylor Johnson. Stop making Johnson. trying to make said. Jared Little happen. He won't ever happen. And um, and it's like with just, uh with know. with Venom, it's Tom Hardy. He's not like a big draw. It's just Tom Hardy, but it's the character. The character yeah. is a huge. He he is like he's right on par with like some of the other most popular villains and stuff like that. So I think think I think they thought, okay, so people want to see the universe, right? And uh they 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 drop in these villains still. I heard they got plans for Lizard. And I'm like, what oh are y'all doing? They got plans for Rhino. No, 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 no. Nobody's gonna come to see these movies because like honestly, you cannot these movies do not work for me because you spend like two hours trying to tell me these people are good guys, right? What I what I like, okay, Hannah, just just let me get it out. 
So I, okay. <laughs> what I do like about Joker is that at the end of the day, what he did, what he does in the movie is shit. You know what I mean? Like it's shitty what he does by the end of the movie to like all the characters and whatnot, right? He is not a good person. The the the, the Sony is like Venom is at raves. He's happy. He's eating chocolate. You know, he's celebrating with friends. Him and Eddie are best buds, but he's a Spider-Man villain. Morbius is like trying to save the world and save people. And then you got, and then at the end, they're like, "We're gonna go get Spider-Man." Why? Well, if why it was would just it? the one, if it was just Venom that they did it with, I really don't think it's that much of an issue. Like, have your cute little Venom franchise. I'm fine with it. The movies are, you know, fun enough. For sure. But then, like, going on, Morbius is a hero now. Craven is gonna, like, and Craven, I guarantee you, Craven's gonna come out the cut, like, I'm about to save New York. But then at the end, he's gonna be like, I gotta destroy Spider-Man. It does not make it, yo, it caught me so off guard at the end of, even though Morbius, the movie was terrible, but at the end of the movie, like, Morbius is like, I'm interested in getting the Spider-Man. I'm like, why would you be? And even like, even with No Way Home with Venom, they're like, I could not take Eddie Brock serious when he was like, maybe I gotta go find the Spider-Man. I'm like, Eddie, shut up. You gonna give him a hug and y'all gonna move on. Like, what are, <laughs> what are you talking about right now? So I think that's the biggest issue when it comes to, uh, when it comes to the, to the, 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 the trying to do villain movies as well because i even thought the same way with birds of prey like how can i ever look at harley quinn as a villain now like she's like she's she's like the star of this movie and what she's doing by the end that she's trying to save people i can't i can't look at her as a villain now like as far and then that's why the suicide squad they just like okay she's not she's one of the heroes now so it's like i i think people have really forgotten the plot when it comes to creating a villain story for like villains and now we're just trying to get, we're getting all these like villain movies and shit. And it's like a disaster. So I ain't fucking with it. But um, yeah. All right. Let's get into some questions here before we get off the air. If you want to send us a question, 617-506-3409. This person here says, what did you guys think of Moon Knight episode three? This was my favorite episode of the series so far. I'm super excited to see where we go. What do you think is going to happen next? All right, let's get into Moon Knight, I guess, everyone. Uh, I, I like the episode a lot. I already watched it a few weeks ago, but I thought it was like, I, re-watching it again was really great. Um, I'm super excited to see people get into episode four, because episode four was my personal favorite episode. Um, but what did you guys think? I'll start with you, Hannah. Um, yeah, I'm still really enjoying the series. Uh, episode three is probably my least favorite of the three Ooh. that we've gotten so far. Not because I think it's bad or anything. Trash, huh? It's I just, I... The thing is, is we watched episode two, me and Larry, and we really loved episode two. And I think it was because of the directing team attached to episode two. And I know they have more episodes in the series coming up, which is really cool because I really like their episode. But um, yeah, I just, I really like the tone established in two. And then now mm-hmm. we've kind of gone back to the tone that we set in the first one that kind of feels like, oh, we're not really committing all the way. And it just feels a little like, just unsure of itself a bit um and i there's there's a disconnect for me there but um yeah i and i thought i would like the stuff with mark more than i actually did mm-hmm. uh 
because obviously we got kind of like a just a little bit of a taste of Mark um, throughout the first and second episode because we've been following Steven mostly. And I thought it was really cool to, you know, flip the um, flip the perspective and we see it from Mark's and now, you know, kind of, you know, going in and out of having um, having control of the body. But I just like Steven more. So <laughs> I'm I'm definitely excited to learn more about Remember, Mark, I told you that. I, I told you like would. Steven more. Yeah, I but I, <laughs> I was like, but yes. when you when we talked, I'd only seen the first episode and yeah. you know, obviously we had that really cool ending of, you know, him just in the mirror being like, You gotta give me the body, Steven. Um They're like Steven's in the Mark's an asshole, man. I keep Yeah, talking. literally that's what I said <laughs> in the reaction. I was like, Mark's an asshole. Um <laughs> So yeah, I'm just, I'm really excited to see where we go from here. I'm really excited to meet our new alter. Um, I Jake, I think is the name. Yeah, Jake um, Lovely. really excited to meet the new alter. Um, mm-hmm. Oscar Isaac's killing it. Uh, I am very impressed with everything that he's done so far. Uh, probably like my favorite part of the episode, um, is this little moment that we had at the end of him, um when they're trying to figure out like the stars and stuff like that and uh Layla's like oh we need Steven and he d- there's like no cuts or anything it's just the camera's just on him and you see him go mm-hmm. from Mark to Steven and it's like just very subtle what he does but it's like his face changes entirely it doesn't even like I don't know it's like he looks like a whole different person when he changes like from Mark to Steven it's crazy and it's so great but yeah I'm I'm super psyched to see where we go yeah um yeah I would agree um, I think Oscar Isaac's performance is probably one of my favorite as far as the Disney Plus era so far. Oh, yeah, um, for sure. Um, I, I think, like, you know, him, Tom Hiddleston, and, like, and uh, what's her name? What's her face? Uh, fuck. Elizabeth Olsen? Yeah, yeah. I think those three are, like, the top tier kind of performances that we've gotten from the Disney, the, the Disney Plus era and stuff so far. Um, so yeah, I definitely agree. I think he's, I think he's been fantastic this entire show. Um, you know, I thought the action see, action scenes were, uh, pretty good. Um, I did it kind of weird. What It was, see, I've been, listen, so I've been thinking about that, but I'm like, I don't want to get attacked, you know, but like. Hannah and like Larry, because y'all be y'all. I'm, a, I'm always the one to bring up the editing, though. I'm I feel like I'm always the one with the editing eye. Because <laughs> y'all be on y'all be on it with this show. I think the know. only shows that were edited well are Falcon Under Soldier and Loki. Yeah, the act. Yeah, the action scene. The action sequences in this episode. Okay, so like even the show as a whole, like I think the editing has just been is like really. Weird, and I can see like a like somebody who doesn't but really I understand. I like the editing in episode two. That's the thing. Yeah, I do too. But then this episode, like, okay, so like to be honest, I didn't really like. My mom said the same thing. She was so confused. I didn't like in the beginning where what is he doing? Like Steven? No, yeah, Steven's like don't kill the guy. But then you go. Correct me if I'm wrong. They you go back to when you're as uh as mark in the car and mm-hmm. stuff um i i had to like i had to like re-watch that scene because I, I had thought it was What's supposed it? to be the beginning of i thought it, i thought it was supposed to be the, the beginning of uh of the first like sequence so i was a little confused with that but then but then as far as like you said the fight the fight scenes were a little strange as mm-hmm. far as editing goes and i i i would agree um, that's pretty much from what I've seen in the fourth episode too. That's pretty much the only like 
fight scene because four is very like methodical and kind of slower um but yeah i thought all that was all that was was great and then the whole ending with the uh the oh yeah that was so was cool pretty cool um, um i was gonna yeah. say the thing with the car i know the, so the fight starts obviously yeah um and then you you cut away from that from the when it initially starts you cut away from that and then you go back to it and then obviously he has the knife in the stomach and he pulls it out and he's like steven what did you do um and then i think he blacks out and then you're in the cab and i think that's when no fucking confusing you see what i'm saying i was confused mm-hmm. i was confused it made sense that i watched the episode it made <laughs> sense that i watched the episode i know that but now that i'm like thinking back to it i'm like yeah, yeah. i can't remember the timeline exactly yeah it's a little yeah it's a um i really i'm really interested to see what like kind of my mom does not vibing with this show so far um and i'm like she's kind of like my gauge as far as like casual audiences i don't i no longer work at my last job so i don't have my boss anymore you know my infamous boss who's like a complete complete (laughs) casual i don't have him anymore but um i guarantee he's probably into the more like falcon and winter soldier stuff when you get like into wandavision and like more kind of thought-provoking kind of things he just he's not into it um yeah, my mom. My mom said that the she just she's reminded too much of Venom with the show and Kanchu, which I'm like, hey, I got that in the first episode. He sounded it was way too Venom like for me, but then now you kind of see Kanchu. So um, yeah, I just think it's a. Uh, I'm very interested to see what casuals think about the show so far because it is very different than you know what other things that we were getting from the MCU, and it seems like a lot of casuals are not really vibing with the newer stuff when they're trying to you know the the new branch out kind of mcu like with eternals and stuff like that you know like it just seems like the more new they try to go and try to revitalize certain other things um a lot of casuals just start not into it and they want like the old stuff back and whatnot so uh larry what'd you think about the episode yeah i liked it i was pretty much in agreement with hannah though i think it's my least favorite of the three um Mm -hmm. mainly because it kind of felt like a transition episode i think uh like we were transitioning from what happened in those first two episodes into like a new phase yeah. of the show um and i think you could definitely feel that there was like the parts where it just felt a little bit stagnant in comparison this episode to me yeah but i did love the end i loved that sky stuff i actually thought people would hate it but i loved it um i love oscar isaac i mean he's killing he's doing an amazing mm-hmm. job um i like his little wife too i'm i'm really starting to dig her uh and i'm still like that's the thing that the show has done really well is it keeps me invested like i'm still really mm. interested in wanting to know what's coming up like yeah. so no matter what happens in the episode at the end of it all i'm like okay yes i want to see what's what's next so (laughs) i think that's the the best part to moon knight so far for me i would love to see more explanation as regarding like what moon knight is as far as like the character and just conchu and stuff like more kind of delving into the background of all of that i think this episode does origin at some point yeah, I think this episode um, does does like I think I, I like the stuff with Kanchu and even 
uh, what's his name? Arthur, Arthur something. Uh, like, you yeah. know, I liked, I liked all of that, but I do think like, as far as like Moon Knight, like, like why, like why Moon Knight? Why is he called? Well, we don't really hear him be called the name as, you know, at all really, but like, you know, why is it that, you know, does that make any sense? Like just like more kind of exploration and uh, as far as the character goes, because right really now wonder, it's like because there's a bunch of those avatars, and it's like, okay, are, do these avatars bust out into costume? Yeah, well? and it's like, how do like, they feel guys? that? How do they feel that this this god is busting out a costume and stuff like that? And I mean, I guess they said that they don't want to interfere; like they're more passive and mm-hmm. don't do anything on Earth. Basically, they're just there to watch. But I don't know. It's a little, it's a little too eternal for me. But that's literally know. what we said. <laughs> <laughs> that's a little, yeah. So I'm like, that's part of the, that's, that's that's phase. Uh, what is it? What are we in phase four? That's yeah. phase four of the MCU. We're get, we're getting we introduced to interfere. a bunch of characters who just stuck around yeah. and watched for a while. Yeah. That's what they're. It's, it's going to be a really interesting to see what they do with the X Men and Fantastic Four when they bring them in. As far as like, where you been at? You know, well, like, I mean, you... I, I feel like that has to be multiverse. Like, I, I, yeah. I was gonna say, I think, I think that's the, the X-Men only way they can do it. <laughs> multiverse of madness. Speaking of that, I have a great question right here. We're jumping right into uh, the question bin again. Um, this person here, this person here, right? Oh, fuck me with this Wi Fi. Uh, this person here says, uh, Do you think there's a chance for multiverse of madness to be a messy film giving the runtime and everything they have to do with the plot? Now, before you guys, before Hannah yells like Sam Raimi, I just want to say that (laughs) this movie is two hours and six minutes long. Now, there have been MCU films that are longer than that, that, you know, like Black Panther is longer. I think Aquaman is longer. That's the DCEU. Spider-Man Homecoming is longer. Far From Home is longer than that. You know, there's a lot of MCU films that are longer than this movie. Now, if this was just like a regular Doctor Strange 2, right? Like, Doctor Strange 2 has nothing to do with multiverse. It's just Doctor Strange and Mordo, and it's two hours and six minutes. I'd be like, oh, okay, cool. But the fact that they are showing, like, all this stuff with Wanda, multiverse, Illuminati, Patrick Stewart, this, that, and the third... There's a possibility. I don't think this question is completely out of the reach, like, as far as, like, a messy kind of so many things happening all at once. Even like America Chavez is in this. Like you have a lot of characters. Wanda's kids are back. That that new Captain Marvel that we saw in the trailer. There's a lot going on with the movie. So I'll, I'll, I'll give you guys the floor as far as like, what do you think? But I think there's a possibility that it could be messy given how much they're trying to do. I'll start with you, Hannah. And there's a possibility that every movie could be messy. I mean, that's, you know. But like you do, no you know what I'm saying. Time. As far I know, as like I know what you're the finales, in my mind, two hours and six minutes is a long time. Like when I'm watching a movie and it's two hours, I feel the runtime. I love long movies, but like two hours, that's a good amount of time. And I feel like people have forgotten that that's a long time because we've become so used to like these comic book movies being two hours and thirty minutes minimum. So for this to come out and it be, you know, as crisp of a runtime as it is makes me excited if anything because I told I said this when the Batman was coming out and we knew the runtime I said this is the last comic book movie in a while that I want to be over three uh 2 hours and 30 minutes. 
I am mm-hmm. tired of them. So seeing this, it makes me excited. I think a lot of people are buying into these cameos. Yeah, I'll do this like way shit. more than <laughs> what they're going to play into the movie. Because yeah, I, I remember, agree. like, remember when we talked about No Way Home? We were like, oh, wow, yeah. you know, and how is this movie not going to be three hours long? Even and the then, WandaVision finale, right? You yeah, know, it's, it's yeah. Well, the WandaVision finale is different because I do think that's a hot ass mess. But like No Way Home, I don't think No Way Home is a hot ass mess. Um, but like you know, just. When we hear shit and we haven't seen it yet, we make these assumptions that these things are going to be way bigger deals than they actually are in the movie. So, like, even with, like, the Illuminati, I think it's going to be one scene. I think Wanda's probably going to kill them all, right? That's what Mm -hmm. I'm thinking. I don't think that they're going to play much into the movie more than that. Probably going to take five minutes. So, I'm like, two hours and six minutes? I'm here for it. I'm not, it doesn't make me worried. It makes me excited, if anything. That's just my point of view. Well, bringing up the WandaVision finale, I was talking about going into it and people were talking about, oh, we could see this person and that yeah, person yeah, yeah. and that person, right? And I'm like, guys, you got 45 minutes. You ain't gonna see shit. <laughs> you know, I was like, so that's how I feel. When I saw this runtime, um, any kind of assumptions that I've had with the movie regarding like big cameos and shit like that, I, I chucked it out the window because I'm like, I, I, what I think is gonna happen, what I think is gonna be the big multiverse thing that happens in the movie might be wrong of course we all could be wrong about it but like the scene you know when dr strange and and america chavez are like going are like in the trailer uh and they're kind of holding each other Mm -hmm. which is kind of yeah you know how like his face is all jumbled up and shit yeah you see like animation in the background you see i think that's the that's the extent of what we're gonna get regarding multiverse i think you're gonna see glimpses of stuff that we kind of are that we've seen before in those like dimensions but I don't think there's going to be any big characters. I don't think there's going to be any big kind of. Which think, I'm okay with. I'm yeah, of okay course. With so absolutely. It's just being like kind of like scary, like creatures and stuff like that. I'm so here for that because that is very Sam Raimi. And for him to play into that makes me really excited. I don't need like every multiverse we visit to have like, you know, Patrick Stewart's or, you know, Ian McKellen's or anything like that. I really don't. <laughs> I do think though, I do think going into the movie, Listen, like, it's like when they got, it's like when, when MCU fans got mad at people for being mad about the uh, Ralph Boner shit, right? It's like, you cannot give these, this fan, like, a, like you know, hardcore fans an X-Men character and expect them not to be upset as far as what you did with the movie. Especially when you have movies like Multiverse of Madness coming out. What... I fear is that that weekend, if there is like no big multiverse kind of thing to happen, I think that weekend is going to be a bloodbath on Twitter. But as far as like, no because no, no, Hannah, Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield just showed up in Spider Man. Okay, I understand. I'm saying. I'm just saying. They can complain all they want, but I'm gonna call them stupid for complaining because there's no, there's nothing that this movie promised them about that. Nothing. We had Patrick Stewart in the trailer. Obviously, we're gonna get him in the movie, so it's not a thing of oh they're gonna trick us and he's not gonna be in the movie. He's gonna be in the movie, right? He could be not Professor Xavier. I I think he's gonna be Professor Xavier. Could you imagine? Um, (laughs) If they do that again, that'd be genuinely fucking insane. But the thing is, the difference between this Mm -hmm. and WandaVision is that WandaVision like gave us Quicksilver, yes, Mm -hmm. 
So that was them basically promising, be like, yes, this is Quicksilver, and then chickening out at the last minute and being like, no, we're just kidding, it's Ralph Boner. This movie hasn't promised at the fans anything like that. So for them to go into the movie, this is the same thing that happened with No Way Home. If Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield weren't in No Way Home, right, I understand that people would have been mad. I probably would have been upset. It's just we would have no reason to be upset because they never promised us that. That's what I'm saying. It's like, if you walk out mad, okay, cool, be mad all you want, but I'm going to probably call you dumb for it because there's Ooh. no promises that were made to us for the trailers of Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. There are no promises made for us in No Way Home's trailers. WandaVision, that's a whole different story because they definitely did promise us Quicksilver and then they chickened out, but, you know. You see how Hannah's wild in today? <laughs> It's I wouldn't. I I think. Uh, I think. I listen. I um. I'm not saying that people who would complain too about like, oh man, they didn't really do anything as far as like multiverse stuff. I'm not saying they're right, but I, I'm not. I wouldn't be surprised. And I honestly, I wouldn't really blame them because like, if you're saying multiverse of madness and uh, and you had the last, literally your last MCU film had all had Daredevil coming in. Had you know two had two other Spider Man from complete different universes, uh, and then this movie. Uh, even if they listen, if we walk in this film and Patrick Stewart is like Ethan, whatever, I'm gonna be fucking furious and I'm going to be so annoyed. I get that. I get that. I'm gonna be so annoyed. He's not Professor X. I understand that. But if Professor X is the only, I I know there's more cameos than Professor X. I know that. Trust. But Mm -hmm. you and them damn leaks. We know. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't even, it's, it's not even because of that literally we saw that? we saw i haven't seen any leaks we saw the fucking illuminati all lined up in the trailer and obviously they mm -hmm. blurred out the other people other than other than Patrick stewart mm -hmm. i know you know something, Hannah. um you i really know. don't i wish i did um mm -hmm. but if i did i would have told you guys already uh, <laughs> we would have been mad then you would have been mad at us for getting mad um, well i didn't really spoil anything it's facebook you know what uh, anyway you made me lose my whole train of thought now because of this. See that? Now you just pissed me off. <laughs> um, now, low key, I mean, I just want to see the world burn. So I hope Patrick is just some um, council member on whatever that board it's is. It's going to be a bloodbath. If they don't, I, I guarantee, because every time I, every time these movies come out, and it's like, not even just Marvel, every time these DC MCU movies come out, and I think there's not going to be any kind of black, like, like, you know, backlash, like the Batman. I watched it at the screening and I said, man, what would anybody be mad about this about? Then I go on Twitter when it comes out and it's a complete disaster. Uh, no Way Home as well. Everyone's going to find something to be mad about. Like, I, I literally saw people like, oh, Marvel didn't really surprise us. Like, we already knew about Toby and Andrew and Daredevil. I'm like, well, that was, that was fucking leaks, you geek. That wasn't them. That was the leaks. That's not, those are, if you walked out of No Way Home not realizing how massive it was that you just got Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield. I don't know what to tell you. So if they, if with this movie though, if they don't have anything, because right now, it's just like the WandaVision finale, I'm not expecting a damn thing when it comes to this movie. So I don't want anybody to be up. Everybody's gonna be upset on Twitter about, oh, we didn't get Ben Affleck Daredevil. Oh my god, we didn't get like Michael Fassbender's whatever, and we didn't get this that. I, I I'm not expecting anything like that. Especially with the runtime, I think it'd just be too much, quite frank. So um, I don't know what they're gonna do, but we'll see. I still am excited for the movie. We are less than like a month away from it. Mm -hmm. 
you know so Larry, how about you what do you think about all this i mean i do think it could be a mess i always get nervous but i got nervous for no way home too and it turned out to work just fine they really Mm -hmm. i love the way they actually did integrate everything i thought they did it really well um so i mean it could work uh it does scare me i can't lie that runtime had me shook when they announced it. <laughs> like for a standalone film and i know this is technically standalone but not really i mean that's that's what i mean like if it was like dr know. strange 2 a complete like sequel of the first movie this yeah. is not that i mean a complete sequel of the first movie where it's like no other mcu characters are in it it's just dr strange and mortal and like oh yeah it's nothing but this fact that a lot of these kind of things, it feels, it's feeling very Disney Plus finale for me. When you got like yeah. forty five minutes, I feel like to, it should have explain. been at least in the ballpark of No Way Home, which is what like two twenty five, almost yeah, two and a half. Right. Yeah, like so. Yeah, like in that range, I would have felt perfect. Like this is perfect. This is what exactly right around what I expected. So for it to barely clear two hours, and when we talk about them credits, probably not even um, an hour, not like you know, an hour ninety or something like that. I mean, it could work. It's, you know, it could be great. It could be just this lean, mean storytelling machine, and I will love it. Um, but I definitely think there is a chance that it turns out to be a little bit of a mess. So we'll see. Um, but like I said, I'll probably be disappointed too. But my glee from watching the rest of the folks lose their goddamn minds. Uh, if hey, that Patrick what? Stewart is just a random <laughs> council member, I will probably Fuck. be living on Twitter. Do you understand me? I will be living. I, I will be. I don't know what I would do. But Y'all, fucked. go back I and would... watch. The three of us reacted together. Go back and watch um, our Larry was like, reaction. Larry was just, Hannah and I were like, what? Larry was, was giggling. He was like, <laughs> yo. Mind, we... And I yo, was living man. for it, y'all. I lived Larry, for Hannah's that... reaction. Larry doing all that giggle shit. I was so fucking mad when I Oof. when he's like, I'm Ralph Boner, I'm an actor. I said, This fucking sucks, dude. I I literally I I've never wanted to like commit crimes more than that. <laughs> what were you? The first one that really got me though was that when during Agatha all along, when it was pretty much confirmed that she was just pulling the strings on his ass. Hannah like slowly coming to the realization and trying to keep a little bit of cool like she was mm-hmm. fuming and trying especially to because calm. if you watch our reaction to the week before like Hannah and I man the cinnamon in your lives were so crazy during that time period because <laughs> Hannah and I were like yo he about to be Mephisto at the end of finale and he about to be uh, yo it's gonna be crazy and Agatha's serving him and you know you remember how the way the what was the the second to, the second to the last episode remember how it ended with that post credit when he was like what are you doing in there or something yeah. to Monica yeah. Rambo Hannah and I was so hype yo we were like yo, we thought be- <laughs> we lost all hope right we were like oh my god it's not happening and we then they did so that little hyped. thing and we're like yeah we're still like we're still in the game right and then <laughs> and then he's fucking ralph yo that finale that fin- i can never if i go back and rewatch wandavision i don't think i would touch the finale i just keep it at keep it at the damn just keep it at the damn Wait, what are, what are you doing i think there? we need to start blaming evan peters a little bit more i love him but i do think that he's to blame a little bit because why the fuck did you agree to that <laughs> 
Why would you do that? You could. It was like a lot of things. It was like already been blaming you for how he was talking. It was Paul Bettany's little like yeah, Yeah, someone I know. And it's Paul Bettany's fault. Fuck Paul Bettany. (laughs) He did that shit on purpose though. He was doing it for real, for real. Uh He was trolling down. It whatever they was doing as far as like that, Evan Peters. It worked (laughs) because still to this day, there has not been an MCU show. That has had more as far as like week week to week <laughs> hype than WandaVision. There just hasn't been. Um, I'm talking like we're speculating until the until like the hour before the show starts. <laughs> I remember when I used to wake up early in the goddamn morning to do them reactions. Man, I had butterflies. I'm skipping to the damn computer because I'm ready to watch <laughs> the show. There has not been not one single show since that that has got me to that point. So whatever they did. It worked. Don't do it again. Because I'm mad. Because, like, don't try that shit again. Fuck around and find out. Like, <laughs> I mean, it, it was evident. The the fall off, say what they wanted about the premieres, how Falcon and Winter Soldier premiered higher. But nah, I'm sorry. It just didn't compare in the Not cultural like no. zeitgeist that wanted. And none of them have because. I mean, they just struck that magic with that show, getting us losing our damn minds, theorizing, making crazy-ass videos, inspecting every inch of the goddamn screen. And, I mean, it taught us a lesson, at least somewhat, of like, y'all better chill, because this is what happens to your ass when you start running too wide. (laughs) Yeah, and I don't think they... I think they're gonna... I think because of that and because of how much WandaVision would trend... Like, like in the top 10 for the entire week, just because of all the speculations. And I think like they tried to redo that again with like Hawkeye with, with like, you know, oh, uh, Kingpin, you know, yeah. they, they, but you can't do that. Every, you but can't they made keep, us angry again. They pissed yeah, the like off you, again for sure. But you can't do that every single time. You know what I mean? Like eventually you're going to have to just make a cohesive show. And I think so far, I think so far. From what I've seen of Moon Knight, it's that. It's very much that. Even like Loki as well. Because, I mean, Loki did have like who's the, uh, you know, who's the... They did it so differently. Right. If Loki would have... If Loki would have did the same thing that WandaVision did, I think I would have been tapped out of the like Disney Plus... Loki MCU didn't blow era. its load, you know, like in the Not fifth even, episode. Yeah. You know, they waited until the finale and they really like squeezed like every ounce of tension out of us that they could. And I think that's Especially. what made it so great. And they didn't like pussy out of like having, oh. you know, this, our big bad actually be our big bad because, you know, they tried to do it with Hawkeye and they're like, oh yeah, you know, we finally reveal our big bad Kingpin. But then he's in the show for maybe like 10 minutes altogether. Like it's oh, insane. Like how little screen man. time he has to be the big bad of the show. But like Loki, obviously we don't see, you know, he's talked about so much, you know, the timekeepers and all this and then we're finally mm-hmm. revealed um and it's you know he who remains and we get like a fucking 45 minute episode of just him and it's so yeah. cool and uh and i think i think i i haven't speaking of to give loki some credit i haven't had the same feeling ending a disney plus show where i just thought the ramifications of the mcu was like like i think when when that show ended and you saw them branches branching out, the vibe like that I had as far as like, yo, these people are fucked. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I haven't felt that in a long time with the MCU like since in my stomach when we Yeah, like since since that moment, I haven't felt that. The Eternals tried it 
as far as like the celestials at the end and he's like your judgment is due and i was like eh, okay um anybody else saw that though anybody talk about it yet like how, how you think... see that anybody nobody that, <laughs> Wait, damn cele- that big ass head coming out the sky nobody saw that oh. shit I, I think were, like the somebody celest- said it though. They were like, "Y'all saw it here in Moon Knight. This shit be happening every other Tuesday <laughs> in this MCU world. People ain't shook no more by seeing a god pop out the sky. They seen this shit too much." I just move out of New York completely. I know that wasn't in New York, but just New York in general. Like I, why New York seems still? like it's like moving there. You're <laughs> playing with your life. Yeah, no bullshit. <laughs> like, um, can you say something? Oh, I was gonna say, I think the difference between like the Celestials and He Who Remains is like the Celestials are like obviously we're supposed to like be scared of them the entire time, mm-hmm. but then like He Who Remains is really cool because he's just kind of like a dude, and he's like kind of funny, charismatic, and then uh, what happens is like throughout the episode is kind of like this like thing of him explaining, and like as he explains, it just gets like worse and worse and worse. I think and I'm gonna then, do a rewatch of like. Uh, for it to like end just how it does is kind of so like i guess shakespearean almost yeah uh with him getting stabbed and then just like the little wink and then obviously that whole thing is like and then the fucking statue yeah it's so fucking good that reveal oh my god loki just running in and being like oh my god and like explaining and like and then they're like who are you yeah oh my god like who are you what 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 are you doing here how can we help you and he's like and then he sees a fucking statue incredible you yeah, need to run that season back, man. Where's season two at? Because, like, no cap. I don't know. I know the, the directors who did episode two of um, Moon Knight, they have a few more episodes in the season, but they are mm-hmm. the ones attached to Loki season two right now. Yeah, which I'm really excited That's what about. We're scared. We're scared because these episode four and fives is when Marvel likes to, like, go ham and do something mm-hmm. crazy in these shows. So we're like, Especially right, episode Knight. four does kind of end with, like, something. And I don't know. I, 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 uh, I. I don't I don't like these six episode things because I, I feel like you just need a little bit more than six to really uh, I don't know I just um I don't know what it is I think eight episodes is good because like it feel it feels like the show is getting started by episode five then like oh next week is the finale the finale we're halfway through Moon Knight <laughs> like that's crazy uh, yeah like episode what is it four five and six. Yeah, something it's like, like Hawkeye desperately needed a couple more episodes. It, desperately, uh, Hawkeye desperately needed to just like be canceled. Well, never exists. Hawkeye, Hawkeye could have fixed its major issue with what they were going to do originally, which was, which was have Kingpin in episode three, like be introduced yes. in episode three. I'm like, if they just introduced him earlier in the show, like so many issues in the show would have yeah, been fix solved. Is a huge, a huge thing. Yeah. Did he run away? I guess so. He had too much faith in us to oh, continue talking. I was like, wait a minute. I listen. <laughs> I was I was recording in the dark. I didn't realize it got dark outside. All right, so I had to turn the light on. <laughs> um, yeah. I just uh, as far as the MCU goes, um, yeah. I just um, I I I, I really miss the kind of feelings that I was getting. You know, when we got into Loki, that's the last Disney Plus show where I really was like really amped up for the future and like me too right now i don't know i don't know like, and what do they have in common the two best scores loki yeah. and then now moon knight is the next one that has like a good score to it mm. oh i love the moon knight scores so, good. so, so good. good especially when he like appears and stuff yeah like, awesome. the hawkeye score was nothing 
Like the whole show, just throw it away, Ooh. throw it out. And I, it's true. It sucks too because I think the casting of like Haley Steinfeld as Kate Bishop is such a good casting. When I when I read about Kate Bishop, I'm like, oh, you got Haley Steinfeld. That is a great casting for that character. The 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 comic that they wanted to adapt, that they seemed like they were trying to adapt, which is laughable at this point because it's such Ooh. a great comic book. That comic is so good. And then the show. Oh, man. We got Pimtech arrows and shit. It's fucking stupid. And I'm so annoyed with everybody in it. And you got you got the stepdad with a sword at the end. And like it was supposed to be like a big reveal of that. They're wearing purple together at the end in that finale. And it's it wasn't like, even it's, like a suit reveal like it was in one of it. It was just we, he, didn't, oh, we didn't know that she was gonna me. get that. We literally saw their suits and all the promotional <laughs> stuff for Hawkeye. But it was like the way they queued it up in the finale. He takes off his he takes off his jacket and he's in like a purple cardigan. No, they Ooh. definitely like built it up to be a big moment. Yeah, <laughs> I was like then, I know what the suit looks or like. Or even <laughs> the suit reveal for Falcon and Winter Soldier was like he Wakanda gave him this box. I know what the box what's in the box. Clearly, it's a suit. He, he he's like then at the end they do like a big kind of wide shot of him in the suit going into the going into the building to fight some some baddies this one he's like he 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 got thrown onto the ice and he just took off his shirt and they're like oh he's wearing purple in the suit and it's so <laughs> stupid man like it was that show sucked, man. I, I I can't believe how bad that show was. It's not it's not like the absolute dirt worst. It just was so uninspired. And then the post as a credit, show. I know people thought it was cute. It's that me and Hannah was not. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm we not were already so annoyed with that finale. <laughs> we're sitting there watching that little musical number. We were like, "What the Hannah's, hell?" No. <laughs> she's a meme. I, I'm not entertained. Is what Hannah said, right? You know. Mm-hmm. What episode blame. was that? Was that episode eight or the finale for WandaVision the, where she was crying? Oh, was yeah, that was the finale. It was when uh, Vision was, See, was Hannah, just disappearing. you talking all that mad shit and uh, you're all over Twitter balling. <laughs> Hannah became a meme over the weekend, everyone. It was hilarious. Yeah, I don't know what happened. To our it's literally Dwayne's fault. Yeah, well. He's the one that posted the video. It, it, literally, when you use the video, it says from Dwayne Miller. I hate Apple users because I don't got that shit on Android. But Apple users, they like <laughs> we can just steal people's shit and like oh, yeah. you know get the views and everything. And then I'm seeing all these numbers rack up, and it says from Dwayne Miller, and I'm like, yo, can y'all give me my credit? I'm like, <laughs> like what y'all doing? Or at least give Tyler the credit for clipping out the video or <laughs> something like that. Like, what's up? Tyler, he and then some, people, some, some people didn't even know it was Hannah. Shit. Dude, there's some people, people using were like, who don't even know who I am. Yeah, there's people who are like, oh, somebody was like, oh my god, the Oscars, so and so. They had the Hannah clip. It doesn't even make sense with the. Why would you be? <laughs> somebody was like, this is weird. I hate Twitter sometimes, man, because mm-hmm. like people are just using it as like. I got a raise today, and they're using the Hannah clip. And I'm like, what the fuck is going <laughs> on, man? Like, what, the, what is going on? This Hannah is was, you know, she's crying. <laughs> I mean, the people relate to me, you know? She was Hannah sobbing stop. in that she... clip. <laughs> in her feels for real. It was so Ooh. bad for me. Hannah's doing too much. All right. All right, with that being said, everyone, that is it for today's show of the Cinemania Live. Thank you guys for joining us, as always. I'll go around and get everyone's social media start with you hannah uh i rejected hannah on twitter 
And look for the look for the meme too. It's on there somewhere. Shut up. <laughs> um, and Larry. Yeah, you can find me at Chili Boy YT on Twitter or Chili Boy Productions on Instagram and YouTube. Every Wednesday in the morning, it has been. I've been good getting it up Wednesday morning. Uh, mm-hmm. You can catch me and Hannah together reacting to every Moon Knight episode. So come check it out. Yes, and this uh, this this uh, Wednesday is episode four, mm-hmm. correct? Yes. Yep. Um. All right. Yeah, I watched you guys' last reaction. It, it created another meme from Larry. He called us a mess. He was roasting while he watched Yo, our reaction. Got- <laughs> oh, oh, y'all was y'all was being nasty. It's <laughs> too much. I don't even. What talk. did you expect? <laughs> what did you expect though? He said That's y'all ain't even I, talk about the show. Like I clicked on it and I'm like, was cast. You had Yo, to known. I said, "Yo, I'm about to get some. I'm about to get some nice insight from Larry and Hannah." And they just like, "Ooh, awesome." Oscar, mm, Oscar, mm, mm, mm. and then you hear like Larry. He looks good. I'm sorry. <laughs> like... The fucking slap. Oh, it's oh. pissing me off. It's too much, man. That's <laughs> too fucking much. Man. I'm sorry. My tweet was too good. My tweet was too good. <laughs> oh, I can't stand you. Anyway, um, you can follow me on Twitter at todaymaynight94. You can follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. That was Hannah. That was Larry. We we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. The schedule right now, Larry and I tomorrow for box office, and that's it for now for us, so we'll see. Thank you, guys.